0: What is going on, guys? Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's March 17th, 2019 on the East Coast. It's 2.55 p.m. on the East Coast. And I am at a kind of a weird point in my life right now. Like, everybody who I've been talking to been telling me that I need to learn how to love myself And I believe that has to be a message coming from God because it's literally no way that everybody is telling me the same as I think, like people who I'm not even like that cool with, or I'm seeing it on YouTube videos or comments and, you know, on like the internet and people keep preaching about self-love. So that has to be, you know, a message that God really wants me to take into consideration and to, you know, grow from it. It's hard, like... When you go to an interview and they say, like, tell me about yourself, telling people about myself is literally the hardest thing. They say, what do you like to do? That's the hardest question for me. It's always the hardest question for me because of the fact that, like, about myself, I strictly go to accomplishments, right? Right. I strictly go to, oh, I graduated from such and such college. I did. I graduated my bachelor's in three years. I was second runner-up in Miss Teen Detroit, I blah, blah, blah. I can tell them what I did, what I accomplished, but who I am as a person, you know, that's hard. And then I get frustrated because, like, I don't, people keep telling me, like, oh, love yourself. To be honest, helping other people is literally the only thing. Thing that I love to do like I like I don't know if it's supposed to be something more to me maybe I'll figure that out in time like once time passed i learn like okay it's more to me than x y and z but like at the moment I don't like to think that far like it stresses me out like <laughs> it honestly stresses me out and I just want to be good like I don't know if I'm getting to a point where I'm just stuck in a mindset or such because it's just I don't I, I've been loving the same thing like my personality hasn't really changed you know my personality really hasn't changed I was thinking back to the time right when I graduated high school right when I graduated high school and me and my ex-boyfriend broke up um And, you know, the boy who I thought, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is my first love. Like, I was so in love with this kid and everything like that. And when me and him broke up, I was, like, sad for, like, a couple of days or so. And then, well, because he texted me literally the day after, like, cussing me out because he, like, said, like, oh, I found out that you cheating on me. You cheated on me just like these other hoes out here. Y'all thought you was different, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Like, like, I don't know why he was like tripping on me like he was super mad and then come to find out my other ex-boyfriend at the time, like, told him that I did X, Y, and Z. And um I was telling him this and that, feeding him all of this stories, which was true. He did not lie. But the reason why I cheated Or emotionally cheated. Or talked to another guy on my ex. Is because my ex told me that in order for him not to cheat on me. He had to smoke. He had to smoke. And I didn't want. I'm like what? (laughs) I'm like excuse me. Because I don't date people who smoke. Like it's just not my thing. Like I don't smoke. I don't drink. And I don't want to be around somebody else who smokes or drinks either. I'm sorry. It's just not me. My bad. But in order for him to not cheat on me because he was a sex addict, as he claims, and he like he had sex with like twelve women, as he proclaims, which I'm not sure about. He maybe, he maybe, I don't know. But you know, back in the day, who know, who care, but um. <laughs> these little boys but anyway like like I have no clue you know what I'm saying but I'm just like you know what I had to you know I knew I had to move on from him like I was in a position of moving on and I just started talking to somebody else and you know boom boom like and so when me and my ex he finally broke up with me because I wasn't having sex with him he cussed me out the next day. I'm like, you broke up with me because I wasn't having sex with you. You have literally zero grounds to be upset with me. Like, at all. That's literally the most doggyish ish thing that a guy can do is break up with a female for not fucking. Like, and that's what he did. He broke up with me because he said he loved pussy too much. So I'm like, all right, bet, right? So, but that summer was honestly, I, I felt prior to this year, prior to this year, I felt like that was the best summer I ever had, 2013 and 2015. The top two best summers I ever had because of the fact that I was with my friends and then like this, at this time in my life, I had so many female friends because I always been to myself. Like I always been to myself this year. I was manage that year. I was like managing like 10 females, you know, I had three different female friend groups that I was like going out one group for this thing, one group for that thing, another group for that thing. And I just have fun. Like I honestly have fun. I was in the summer college program, which was fun. Who I made some good friends at the moment, you know, for a moment. (laughs) Um, it was just like, it was really a great experience for me. And I ended up like, when I got on when I went with a couple of my female friends and a guy um you know called my name was like hey 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 and I was just like asked my friends like who was that? Oh they was like, Oh that's so and so he used to go to um high school with us freshman year he left out and I'm um, just like okay bet and you know he like asked me out on a date and stuff like that and um he texted me asked me on a date and I said sure and I only went with one date and then I like ignored his cause like ever since and I only went on one date with him not because like oh he wasn't like a cute guy or nothing like that it's for the fact that I just got out of a relationship with somebody who I thought I was in love with and being with anybody else at the moment it just wasn't doing it for me so I was just like eh. you know what I'm saying like I need to heal like I'm so sorry bro like and I was like, honestly, the only time I ever felt like, man, I can't be with you because I'm thinking about somebody else because I needed to heal. And because um, I was like so in love with that other person. And so I was just like, damn, straight sure I'm sorry, bro. But I think high school really molded me into a person where any other breakup after that is just like, uh you know, I've only been in one relationship outside of high school but like it was just able it really molded me to be able to like not care as much for like the person who I broke up well actually with my ex like he was I thought he was like an amazing person I honestly did I honestly thought he was like oh such just like you know you you get these high standards for this guy but then you know they just turn out to be not who you think they are And um, I don't understand. Like, some of these females get so bitter. Like, I would never be, like, so bitter. You just, like, move on. Like, everybody isn't meant to be with everybody. Like, that's just how it go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just literally how it is. And, um, you know, like, this year, I just feel so empowered that God is going to show me something. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a career or what it is, but like I don't know. I have no clue, but I feel so happy, and I feel so hopeful. you know, um I don't know what I'm supposed to be in life. I don't know right now, like life life is life, like I don't know if it's that it doesn't feel real, maybe because I'm just like home alone right now, so I'm kind of bored or something like. Maybe that's why life don't feel real. Because it be feeling real when I'm at work or when I'm hanging out. With my, you know, my coworkers, like, after work or my little couple female friends. Or if I'm talking on the phone with my female friends. Like, it feels real then. But, like, I just, I don't know, God. Like, I honestly don't know, God. And I'm talking to God right now, guys. I'm sorry. Like, I have no clue where I'm supposed to be. And, and, I, and I've been reading so many um, Bible scriptures and I've been listening to so many Bible um, verses in church, verses in church. Um, I don't want to call them seminars, but, you know, I've just been listening to a lot of, um, I, I don't know why I can't think of the name of it. But yeah, I've been just listening to a lot of people, gospel uh, preachers preaching. And I know that you are where you're supposed to be in life. It may not be where you want to be, where you think you want to be, but you're exactly where God needs you to be, you know, and as long as you stand a good person, a faithful person to God and, you know, you praying to God and, you know, asking him to forgive your mistakes, because I've made mistakes and a lot of times i never felt guilty about it because I never thought twice, you know, about the things that I've done, but I've made my mistakes as well, a lot, a very... A very, 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 very lot. A very lot. And um and I and I had to realize like the error in my ways, you know. Sometimes it take people you gotta see it from other people's perspective for you to realise like damn that's that's messed up. That's really messed up. And I had to apologize to God for it and I had to pray that he make me um continue to bless me to be a better person and To be a a wiser person, you know, a nicer person, a happier person, a more fulfilled person. What makes me happy? You know, what makes me happy? What do I like to do? Prior to, I just liked getting my hair done. Oh, my gosh. Getting my hair done would make me the happiest person ever. And the craziest thing is, like... It's so materialistic. Like, God, this is how God works, right? This is exactly how God works. God will put somebody in your life, right? right. He does everything for you materialistic. Right? Like I said, he's everything. you can you. Um, you know, he's going like money. And like... And comfortability, he would take that away and put somebody else in your life who doesn't do that he doesn't take care of you like financially he doesn't do anything for you like materialistic wise he he doesn't make you feel comfortable right he doesn't make you feel comfortable he's everywhere you can't really read him sometimes he's up you know sometimes he's down sometimes um you know maybe he's talking to another girl or maybe he's talking to a few other girls he does all of that just to show you like you thought you love this right you thought you you thought you loved this but in reality you love that and that's just what's so crazy to me about it You know, that is just so crazy to me. Um, It's crazy, too, like, when a relationship and, like, even though you're not with that person, even if that person don't have no respect for you anymore, right? Even if that person treats you like trash and, like, they they have like a personality disorder or something and they just like switch off. And then they just like being real rude to you. You still should have enough respect for that person not to say certain things, you know, but after, you know, and when time come, you know, in time, you won't give a fuck, but like time it's a, it's a time sensitive matter. You know what I'm saying? So I would never say certain things just out of respect, you know, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't do it. But, um, But, yeah, like, God will put somebody in your life who's complete opposite of what you are used to. You know, like, for instance, like, he'll give me somebody who got a 100 female friends, which I don't approve of, which I don't like. Somebody who drinks and somebody who smokes. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who still live at home with their mama, you know. (laughs) in our basement, somebody who isn't really sure about where they want to be with, I mean where they want to be in life, somebody who um, that was another example, somebody who cheated on their last girlfriends like multiple girlfriends like multiple times somebody who don't blow my phone up every day, somebody who don't call me every day and he'll make that The person who I'm in love with. Why? Because he's teaching you unconditional love. Because I'm so used to the conditions of what I'm used to. Of having somebody dependable. Somebody who I can trust. Somebody who's super honest. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who I already know. And I already believe to be an amazing, perfect person and give me something completely opposite of what I'm used to and say, this is the person you're going to love unconditionally because he's taking away them conditions, you know? And I used to say, like, uh, I wouldn't want to be with a person like that, but people really can change, honestly. Like, take it from me, I used to cheat so much. I was a big cheater. I emotionally cheated before. I physically cheated before. I went on multiple dates with multiple dudes. And I told guys that I loved them while I was in a relationship with another person. I was a cheater. I did. I did. On the majority of all of my relationships, I did that. On the majority of all of my relationships I ever had... I cheated like that, and I was wrong, you know, every single one of them, Um, not every single one, but like, you know, if I had 10 relationships, nine out of 10, right, but, you know, in time, God molds you to be a better person, because God already know who he wants you to end up with Prior to you even stepping foot on this earth, like prior to you coming to your senses of realizing who you like and what you want. And, you know, you, before you get into your first love relationship, God already knows who he wants you to end up with. He already know it. He already know it. Like um, Pastor Bishop T.D. Jakes was saying um, with the story about like, I think it was like Joseph. I don't want to misquote the Bible, so I'm not going to do it. But I'm not going to use their names, but how um, he made it so the woman's husband and children got murdered. And then he ended up meeting a guy from a different village and of a different you know, race. And they ended up having a baby and that baby ended up being the closest thing to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they had they birthed Joseph. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully that's the right story, but God already know your path, like God already knows who He wants you to end up with. God knows you can change. I can change like I've changed. I must definitely changed. God shows you things in a different light that you not you're not even aware of sometimes you get lost sometimes you. Go back, you know, to a place where you're not really supposed to be. But sometimes you got to look back on it just so you can realize, dang, like I came a long way and I really do not want to go back there. I don't want to go back to that person. I don't want to go back to that person that I used to be like that was that was a terrible person who I used to be. I had no remorse. I had no sympathy Right. Because of the fact that like I'm like, man, I didn't mean I wasn't catching feelings. So I'm like, it's not cheating. And I think a lot of people feel that way, like, oh, well, if I don't catch feelings, then it's not cheating. But it is right. It is. And you shouldn't kiss nobody. You shouldn't talk to nobody. And, you know, God make true love like he teaches you true love and I had to go through the hardships that I had to go through to realize what true love is. I shouldn't only love you if you buying me something. That's not fair to you. That's not fair to me. I shouldn't only have to love you if you buy me something. If, if I look back on the relationship and the thing that I miss the most about you is what you did for me, not how you made me feel, then that's miserable on my end. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. When I look back at so many of my exes, well, I only had a couple. But, like, when I look back, or, or three, like, you know, and I'm talking about, like, little high school shit, too. Like, when I look back on my relationships, they were just like, oh, you dated so-and-so like and i can't i can't really remember but all the, like how they made me feel they didn't make me really feel anything but i can't remember the nice stuff that they did for me i can't remember the nice stuff that they did for me and that's bad that's bad that's honestly terrible you know what i'm saying like that's bad if you're in a relationship and the only, and you, somebody can ask you why you love that person and you can explain it to them, it's bad, bro. It's bad. And that's just because God has something bigger and better for you. And I used to say, like, man, I used to give, like, the best advice in relationships, I always knew the answer. Um, I'll be looking at these little YouTube relationship couples. I'm like, nope, like you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that. You need to wait, like like when Queen um I love Queen Naja, if you guys are familiar with her. She's a young, beautiful, uh, beautiful young talented YouTuber, singer. Um, you know, they started off with Chris and Queen. And then she started ended up dating this boy named Clarence and You know, all of these people chris queen clarence they're all gorgeous human beings right they're all very beautiful and handsome but when chris cheated on this girl and she jumped into another relationship with a guy who just got out of a relationship with somebody else and then they had oh it's 317 on 317 hold on Had to screenshot that three seventeen on three seventeen, but yeah, when um, I just had like a revelation. Like, do like every day, it's a time. I just realized that every day it'd be a time and we could just like catch it. Like tomorrow's going to be March 18th. So you could take a picture 318 at 318. I'm tripping. I never noticed that was a thing. Like it could be 11-11 on 11-11. Oh my gosh, dog. Or right, 12-12 on 12-12. Or 9 Oh my gosh, 9.15 on 9.15. What in the world? Why am I just not realizing this? I am truly, I've lost my freaking mind. But, um, yeah, but anyway, like, <laughs> I literally lost my mind. Okay, but anywho, <laughs> like, thinking back, oh, getting back on topic. So when Chris cheated on Queen and Queen jumped into another relationship with Clarence, I know she had to do that to heal herself because, you know, she needed somebody else to lean on. She was getting out of a four-year relationship with somebody who she probably thought she she got married to, thought she was going to be with for the rest of her life. She didn't have that many female friends anymore either. So she probably just so used to being cuffed up and being in a relationship, she jumped into something with Clarence. And, you know, nobody knows their household. No, not, Nobody knows their heart. Only thing that people know is, like, what you can look at and judge them on by watching TV or, I mean, or watching them on YouTube. And I felt like I always told myself, man, it's too soon for her to even be talking to somebody right now. Like, she do not need to be talking to no guy. Um, But that was just, like, my opinion as a viewer, right? But when my relationship ended, I could see how easy it was for me to have wanted to um cling on to somebody or, like, get into another serious relationship with somebody who you really like. Like, I understood it. I was like, damn, I'm about to, I thought, you know what I was saying, like, I thought I was about to get into a relationship with this one guy right afterwards. So I'm looking like, hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up, (laughs) right? And the guy was like, hold the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Because that's not me. Like, I mean, it's me, but that's not. When it's something like that, you don't just jump into something with somebody else right after you get out of a, a, a four year long relationship. Like, you don't do that. You need time to heal. And I and I always say, like, I don't need no time to heal. Like, I'm good. Like, that may be true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I may not be sad. I, I, I didn't. When me and my ex broke up, I didn't cry because I cried so much at his apartment during the breakup. Literally, I had no more tears left. I was just like, okay, yeah, thank God, like, this sadness is over. I'm no longer sad over him and stuff like that. But even with that... You know, I didn't have time to, like, just chill out. And you shouldn't rush into that. You shouldn't. You should not. You know, God wants you to be the best version of you. And to be honest, right now, I'm just so tired. Like, physically tired. I think I'm just tired. And I feel so much pressure. I was talking to my best friend and he was telling me the same as I think like my best friend was like some, um, I don't even know if he's like my best friend anymore. I don't know if I could keep calling him that he used to be my best friend, but my former best friend, I was talking to him and, um, (laughs) he was telling me how, like, he felt being, he was pressured, he was pressuring himself. Because he didn't like where he was at in his life. And he was just like kind of miserable. What I honestly think is. I think he was sad over the fact that his girl that he liked was moving away. Because I know he told me that that girl was. He really had feelings for a girl. I don't even know if that's truly the case. I'm just speculating or assuming. I don't know how he really be feeling honestly. But he did tell me. That this girl that he was liking was moving to this different state because her dad lived there, and he she was moving with him and whatever like that. And I asked him like, "Are you gonna visit her?" He's just like, "I don't know." He probably do not even remember telling me, but this nigga told me everything. But um, but yeah, like he saw he felt pressure because he didn't like where he was at in his life, and I feel that because of the fact that like I be feeling pressure from. He said he feel pressure from himself. I feel pressure from other people, though. I'm so used to like having my own, like prior to this year, um, well prior to like actually two weeks ago, you know, I had my own apartment. I've been living. I'm only 23, and I bought my own apartment at 20. So I moved out the house when I was 17, you know, and I was living, you know, on college campus or whatever. At the age of 20, my junior year in college. Uh, junior, senior year in college, I bought my own apartment. I was living on my own for three years, you know, just paying my rent, even though I wasn't even staying there like that, like, within the last year or so because of the fact that I got into an accident where I fainted and I lost my lip, blah, 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 blah. And um, I was just staying with my fiancé the majority of the time, my ex-fiancé um, the majority of the time. um, So, like, I was just, like, living on my I was just like living on my own you know what I'm saying like I always had like three four jobs and that was like the best thing about my fiance is the fact that he recognized that I was doing a lot like I honestly was doing a lot and I felt as if like my family couldn't see it but I literally been working three or four jobs since you know the beginning of me working and I got so exhausted to the point where I just didn't want to do it no more. Like I was tired of always working. I was tired of constantly trying to, um, of constantly trying to do something different and like making all this money. And it's crazy because last year probably was the most depressed I've ever been. Like I want to say around like May or June of last year may have been the most depressed I've ever been but it was a time period in my life where I had the most money I ever had. Like I had like $5,000 just in my savings account alone. Um, you know, my apartment was flourishing. I was making good money for my jobs. Like my hair was beautiful. I could buy me like, I'm African American, I'm black. So I was buying extensions and stuff like that. And I had everything that I could have possibly wanted my skin was glowing Um, my body I was losing weight again like my body was great I was amazing where I wanted to be at in life last year on the outside but on the inside I was fucked up I was crying um I was thinking about committing suicide um I would go in my closet to pick out an outfit for the day, sit down, and just cry. I would sit down and just cry. I would cry. I would cry. I would cry. Um, and I was just broken. I was so broken. I was trying to find a therapist. I couldn't find a therapist um, because of the fact that one of the therapists didn't take that kind of insurance. Um. And I needed a therapist literally like that day of, couldn't find a walk-in therapy session, tried to call um, a suicidal hotline, suicide prevention hotline. They didn't help me at all. He stopped listening and started eating chips and was distracted. Called another one. She said I didn't live in the right county, so she couldn't help me. Called another one. She told me to find a therapist. Literally, I had nothing I had no help at all and I was so low that and I got so mad at the last guy who was eating the chips and when I was like complaining about my depression that I quickly turned my sadness into anger and disgust and say no I'm not about to kill myself. I'm about to find out how I can help somebody like people need help. Come to find out one of my classmates recently committed suicide or how or he lost his life, you know, due to depression. And everything like that. And I'm like, this shit is real, guys. Like, this shit is real. And people say, like, check on your loved ones. Like, that is so true. Like, if you guys love somebody, you know, like, I know my my ex used to be so sad because of the fact that he could not get me happy. Like, he could not understand why I wasn't happy. And it's something so internal that only we really know the true, true cause of that when you in it you just in it and unless that thing gets better you know what I'm saying it's just so hard so you know you distract yourself you try to keep yourself busy keep yourself working keep good family and friends around you but it's hard it's honestly so hard and that was something that only prayer took me out of only God made me feel okay in my mom it was God and my mom because I was about to do it like I was praying to God begging him to take me up there with him I was begging him y'all hear me I was begging God to take me I was like I can't do this no more I had a belt I wanted to tie the belt around my neck and just die I didn't want to live you know and I begged God to take me and now I'm so happy that he didn't because what I was stressing over wasn't nothing, what I was stressing over wasn't nothing, and um it got better literally the next day and It's crazy to me that I could have even felt that way about what I was going through and and um, I realized that what I was going through was something more emotional, more spiritual than I known and it was way more common than what it was just me because I think I want to say like November of 2018. Was it November. Yep, no I want I want to say around November of 2018, right? Between that month. I always say October November 2018. I was just It started like in like like September or whatever, Um, because I felt so connected to this person, where emotionally, like okay, like if I'm talking about like man, I don't want to be here, or if I'm talking about God, he's talking about God, or if I'm talking about like man, I'm I'm when I'm super sad, then he gets super sad, or if I feel like I don't want to be, we just share so much of the same feelings about everything i'm like this is deeper than this is deeper than what i can see you know what i'm saying this is deeper than me this is this is higher than me it's higher than me and i'm like but what is this and i was like doing my research and by the blessings of god he put it in my life and showed me what this was and i'm like wow Wow, you know, and it's a whole community full of people. And it's extremely rare. You never hear people talk about it. You never you will never hear people mention it. You will never hear people bring this up, this name up, this term up. We just don't do it unless you are part of that community. But and it's a spiritual community. You. You just un- unaware of it. You wouldn't believe it. That's why when I was explaining how I was feeling emotionally, so many people couldn't understand it because so many people never experienced it as of yet, or maybe they experienced it but didn't know what to call it. But it's rare, and I was reading how it's so rare to even go through this. Man, it's so rare to go through it. You, the other person, don't even know the name of it that they going through it too. You can't even, and you can't tell them. Because they're going to have to come to the realization on their own. But it's just, it's, it's a beautiful feeling, too. It's a beautiful, painful, excruciating, amazing feeling. You know? And it all results back to unconditional love, man. It all results back to unconditional love. And when you can love without fear... And when you can love with trust, and you can love with honesty, and and proper timing, you're not rushing into nothing. You just allowing the course to take place. But you shouldn't. But ladies, don't get it twisted. Like some, he has. When they say he got to be worth it, he really has to be worth it. You know, y'all can't just be over here waiting. On some average Joe to get his... Like, say y'all never been on a date before. Y'all never met. Or not like y'all never met. But like y'all never really been on an official date. Y'all not talking. Y'all never kissed. Y'all never nothing. And he just playing you. And he dogging. And he you can tell he don't really care about you. That's not the kind of guy you, you wait for. You know what I mean? That's not the type of man that you wait for. But if he love you. And he told you that he love you. And he patient with you and he not trying to rest you. He not trying to have sex with you right off the bat. He just, he going through life. He figuring himself out. And that's something I always envy about people who just is so one with themselves, who is so independent and so good. Cause I feel like I used to be that way. I don't feel so anymore at this moment. I think I'm getting there, but people who just so one with themselves and don't care about nothing else, um, Like, they don't depend on no emotional partner, no relationship to make themselves whole. I always envied that person in this moment because right now I don't feel like I'm one with myself. I feel like I care too much about other things or I care too little about other things. And I think I'm getting there. I honestly believe I'm getting there, but it's just going to take... I got distracted in my course, you know, and I was listening to TD Jakes, and he was saying how, like nowadays, like the pastor, like a church became like a, a a drug to a junkie because they keep going for encouragement when they already encouraged, and they need to just learn how to let stuff go. So when I be feeling good or whatever, um, I like let go. Of the, I let go of the church, and you know, I stopped. Like, okay, well, I am okay. I don't need to be super sad. And that's just that's not how it is cuz I mean I was still sad. It only happened naturally like um back in November I I, I think November was just like my heart my heart months like October November um when I was super sad about something that happened in September. Um and I was like praying so hard and my coworkers brought me a Bible and they just like said had a music playing for me. And they just brought me cupcakes and they was just my fam. Like they was my family. They took care of me and we all were just sitting in a circle and we had love, bro. And I was just praying and reading that Bible and praying and reading that Bible all of the time. And October came when me and my female coworker um, at work, and she became like more of a friend to me, like a genuine friend to me. She, uh, we started bonding more, and we started being cool more. And as soon as I let a new person in my life come in, that stress I was feeling like started to go away, and it started to bring what I wanted into my life and sometimes God just be like okay this is for you but I just need you to see something first you know what I mean like I need you to get here first before I can bless you with what you really want and that's true that is so true like I didn't see what I really wanted or what I really needed what I really needed was to have females back into my life what I really needed was to be free of stressing out over little things that I can't control and take my life back and doing things that I actually enjoy my old self what do I like I like hanging out with females going to the mall going to the movies going shopping getting my nails done going out to eat that's just me that's what I like to do I don't smoke I don't like to drink I'm not out here at the club. I'm not out here twerking. That's not my life story. Like, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a good girl. It's boring. Whatever. To certain people, but I'm grown. Like, that's just not me. That club scene ain't me. I like to be chill. I go to work. I go out to eat. I go to brunch. You know, I like to look good. Like, of course I like to look good. And now I can get back to working out and Know looking good for myself, but that's still outer work. That's still outer work right now. I'm working on inner work. That outer work, I'm gonna get around to that. I'm gonna get around to that. I'm not in a rush, you know, to do that. But inner work, inner work is gonna come from prayer, inner work is gonna come from love, inner work is gonna come from. Family inner work is gonna come from security within myself, feeling confident. I don't want to feel needy. And I think it was getting to a point where I felt like I needed something so bad. And I'm and I and it just drove me crazy because I couldn't understand why. But you know, reading in the draining, like, okay, well, this is like normal. But I have to just get back to me. And sometimes people, you know, don't understand. When you cut some stuff out of your life, you're not cutting it out of your life because you don't care. Sometimes you cut it out of your life because you care too much. I had to cut my best friend out of my life because I cared about him too much. I cared about him too much. i known him since I was 13, 14 years old. Um And he always like been there for me through like everything, every breakup I ever had, every relationship I ever had. He always literally been there for me that I had to cut him out my life for the fact that I had some stuff I needed to work on. And he couldn't be there for me on that part of the journey. He couldn't. Anybody else could just not him. Why not him? I don't know. Why do God make you feel the way you feel about certain people? I do not know. I couldn't help it. It's not something that I chose. I didn't choose to randomly wake up one day, go to a movie theater at the star in Southfield and be like, "Damn, you know what i'm saying like i didn't i didn't choose you don't choose to feel how you feel. you just feel it. You just feel it and then that's that's really all there is to it. You just feel and now I'm working on inner self, my inner self, loving my inner self. And it's going to take time. I want it. I'm such a rushy person by like nature or nurture. I don't know. But I just need, I like to have things right, right then and right there. Like I literally read my lease agreement and know my security deposit is going to come at the end of the month. And I still emailed them anyway, ask them when is it coming? Why? Because that's just how I am. Like I'm just such a rushy person. I'm not patient and I'm and God is teaching me patience. What did Ariana Grande say? One up, me love? One taught me patience, and one taught me pain. That's amazing. I loved and I have lost. That's not what I see. Look what I've got. Look what you taught me. Uh, Thank you. Next. Like, that was a deep song. That's why I dug one so viral, because, like, that was some real shit she was saying in that song. It was super simple, but it was so true. Like, I'm really learning patience right now. I've I've learned pain, trust me. Ooh baby. I've learned pain. I've learned love. I felt love. Genuine love I felt love. Right now, I'm learning patience. And I have to have patience. Like God say love is patient, love is kind. I'm having patience. You can't get mad at somebody for not feeling the same way you feel. You cannot get mad at them. You know, like, you can't, like, you cannot. I had exes ask me, Julia, why don't you love me? Like, I could tell such and such love me. Why you don't love me? I just didn't. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't. I didn't. now i have to learn that things happen when they are supposed to happen and all i can do is take it day by day i keep i'm such a people pleaser like i always try to do what everybody else wants, or like make sure everybody else not offended it's, and i don't know why like it's just in me i don't want to hurt nobody feelings and I'd be feeling like, man, that's a bad thing to do, but it's not that's just not that's just how I am as a person like I can't change it, and to other people it could be really irritating or really annoying, but you can't help how you are, that's just how you are, and as long as you're not trying to hurt nobody as long as you're not trying to be malicious to nobody let they they evil asses be evil or let their bitter asses be bitter. they got things that they' suffering from, you know, like and you can be mean, you can out people, you can tell people like, You just mad cause you such and such happened to you in your life when you was a kid or you just mad cause the person you like like me. Like you can say that, you can hit low, but what does that do? It just make you just as evil and just as bitter as them and you shouldn't do that, man. And I'm sorry. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna have that negativity in my life. I'm gonna always take the higher road and I'm just gonna keep God first keep God first. If you can't keep yourself first, at least keep God first and pray to God to show you the right way and show you to have the right respect for yourself because when you do that, beauty happens, man. But I'm about to get off this thing because I know I've been talking way... Oh, it's only been 48 minutes. I don't know why I thought I hit over an hour, but I love y'all. Um, feel, please Please, please, um, subscribe. Go to your desktop. Type in um anchor dot fm slash Monet Beauty M O N E T Beauty, and then um go to active listeners to support support sponsor this podcast. Please sponsor my podcast. Ninety nine cent a month, four ninety nine a month, nine ninety nine a month. Any amount of money would help me out tremendously. I really need it. Um, Please sponsor me. I love you guys. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. Bye.